Hello, word nerds, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Dictionary. What is today? Today is the first day of November. I hope you had a very fun and very safe Halloween, although it was a Thursday, uh, so you probably didn't do a whole lot. You probably celebrated the weekend before. Um, I haven't celebrated at all. I think tonight? No. We already talked about that. We are going to talk about some words. Today is November, and I already said that. First word for this episode is arrogant, A-R-R-O-G-A-N-T. This is an adjective from the 14th century. One, exaggerating or disposed to exaggerate one's own worth or importance, often by an overbearing manner. We have an example, as in an arrogant official. Number two, proceeding from or characterized by arrogance, as in an arrogant reply. And we have a synonym. It is the word proud. Arrogantly is an adverb. And the etymology says uh, nothing terribly interesting, so we're going to skip it. Now we are going to move on to the word arrogate. A-R-R-O-G-A-T-E. This is a transitive verb from 1537 1A. To claim or seize without justification. 1B. To make undue claims to having. Synonym for that definition is the word assume. Number two. To claim on behalf of another. Synonym is ascribe. Arrogation is a noun. And the etymology says this is from Latin arrogatus, which is from the verb arrogare, which is from ad plus rogare, which means to ask. And there's more at the word right, R-I-G-H-T. Ooh, we have a French word. It is arrondissement. Uh, I, luckily, I actually know how to pronounce that one. Uh, it is spelled A-R-R-O-N-D-I-S-S-E-M-E-N-T. This is a noun from 1807. One, an administrative district of some large French cities. Number two, the largest division of a French department. Uh, and as I think I mentioned, I recently got back from Paris, and Paris is divided up into eh, maybe around 15 arrondissements. And so that's kind of how they say, how they talk, like, oh, what, what arrondissement are you in? What, where, where are you staying, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it's, and it's um, I think they're laid out sort of like a snail shell pattern, like a spiral pattern. It starts, number one is somewhere, and then I think it spirals out from there, or vice versa. I don't remember exactly. All right, let's move on to the first form of arrow. Uh, we have a second one coming up. So this is a noun from the 12th century. One, a missile shot from a bow and usually having a slender shaft, a pointed head, and feathers at the butt. Yep, I said the word butt. Um, I did not realize that uh, an arrow would also be called a missile. I guess that makes sense. Uh, I'm sure that there are some very... Uh, w when we get to the word missile, I'm sure that the definition can be very vague Um you know, to cover a lot of ground in terms of what a missile could be. So an arrow is a missile. All right, number two, something shaped like an arrow, especially a mark as on a map or signboard to indicate direction. 
The etymology says this is from Middle English arwe, A-R-W-E, which is from Old English, and it is akin to the, I'm guessing that's Gothic, word uh, arwan, arwazna, A-R-H-W-A-Z-N-A, and that just means arrow. And that is from Latin arcus, which means bow or arch or arc. We have a picture of arrows. Uh, there's one, two, three, four, five, six arrows, it looks like. Um, I'm not going to describe them. They're just uh, six different uh, types of arrows. Um, one of them looks like it's more like an arrowhead, like a, a metal chiseled arrowhead uh, attached to the end of something. Um, one or two of them look like typical arrows that you would shoot from a bow, and then others look more like uh, spears. All right, we are going to move on to the second form of arrow. It is an intransitive verb from 1827, to move fast and straight like an arrow in flight. Synonym is dart. Now we have arrowhead, all one word. This is a noun from the 14th century. One, a wedge-shaped piercing tip usually fixed to an arrow. Number two, something resembling an arrowhead. Number three, any of a genus of marsh or aquatic plants of the water plantain family with leaves shaped like arrowheads. And the genus is Sagittaria. I, I think we already talked, is Aries uh, in the, um, in the uh, oh God, I'm blanking. The um, astrological signs, is Aries the one with a bow and arrow? I'm uh, drawing a blank. But based on this description, I would have guessed Sagittarius is the one with the bow and arrow. But now I just don't know. All right, we're going to move on to arrow root, all one word. This is a noun from 1696, 1A. Any of a genus of tropical American plants with tuberous roots, especially one whose roots yield an easily digestible edible starch. Or no, easily digested edible starch, but I like saying digestible edible. Uh, let's see, I paused for a minute there because there was a large chunk in parentheses, which is the genus Maranta, uh, and it says Maranta of the family Marantacae, or Manta, Marantaceae, uh, which is the arrowroot family. Uh, let's see, 1b, any of several plants uh, that yield starch, and there is a parentheses here too, any of several plants, parentheses, as kuntai or kunti, I don't know what that is. It's a plant, I'm guessing. C-O-O-N-T-I-E. All right, number two, starch yielded by an arrow root. We are going to move on to arrow wood, all one word. This is a noun from 1709. Any of several common viburnums, viburnums, I think that's how it's pronounced, of eastern North America. And after the word viburnums, we have in parentheses, it says especially the uh, scientific name viburnum dentatum, V-I-B-U-R-N-U-M, next word, D-E-N-T-A-T-U-M. No clue about anything I just read there. Now we have arrow worm, all one word. This is a noun from circa 1889, any of a phylum of small planktonic worm-like marine organisms having curved bristles on either side of the head for seizing prey. And the phylum scientific name is 
Chaitagnatha, C-H-A-E-T-O-G-N-A-T-H-A. There's that. Now we have the word arrowy. This is an adjective from 1616, one resembling or suggesting an arrow, as in arrowy pines, especially swiftly moving, as in the sky was radiant with arrowy bolts. And that is a quote from Mark Twain. I don't know where he wrote that. In one of his stories, probably. Number two, consisting of arrows, as in arrowy showers. I have never heard of rain described that way. We are going to move on to Arroyo, A-R-R-O-Y-O. This is a noun from 1843. One, a watercourse as a creek in an arid region. Two, a water-carved gully or channel. And the etymology just says this is a Spanish word. Uh, All right, now we have arroz con pollo. Um, the pronunciation guide actually says aroth, ar, uh, like a th sound, aroth. Um, I guess, yes, if you are saying this, um, with a Spanish accent, then yes, the, uh, the C sounds or S sounds do have a th, uh, which supposedly the story is that many years ago, the king of Spain had a lisp. And so he basically decreed that everybody would also talk with a lisp. Uh, And that is why, in Spanish, the S sounds are TH sounds. So, in that uh, accent, it would be arroz con pollo. It is spelled R... uh, No, sorry. A-R-R-O-Z, next word C-O-N, next word P-O-L-L-O. So, uh, this is a noun from 1938. A dish of chicken cooked with rice and usually flavored with saffron. And the etymology... Just says this is a Spanish word, and it literally means rice with chicken. Next, we have ARRT, all caps. This is an abbreviation for American Registry of Radiologic Technologists. And we have one more word for this episode. It is a fun one. It is the word arse, A-R-S-E, and this is a variation of ass, A-S-S. I guess technically... In my mind, I would call it a, a British variation because we don't usually say arse in America, um, but maybe it's not just British. So I have to pick a, the word of the episode. I have to pick a word of the episode. Um, you know, obviously, there's definitely part of me that wants to pick arse, um, but I try to keep this as, you know, clean as possible. Uh, I mean, arrow is a good one. You know, I'm going to pick arrondissement the French uh, districts, Um, because I was there. And actually, my wife, as I'm recording this, my wife is actually there as well. Not as well. Instead, what's the word I'm looking for? She went to Paris um, about a week after I got back uh, because she wanted to go, and she couldn't uh, come with me when I was there for work. So she is there enjoying herself, um, traveling alone, I think she's having a blast eating great food, drinking some cappuccino and desserts and wine, and um, I don't think she's going to want to come home. But I need her to come home because it's lonely. It's lonely at home. All right, that's the end of the episode. 
Um, yes, R&D's Mont is the word of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.